0: welcome to this presentation of Bethel Family Church. We hope you enjoy listening and that it helps you to grow closer to Jesus. A favourite verse for, for many people talks about how God has a plan for us, a plan for, to give us hope and to give us a future. There's a, a, an interesting, if you've got your Bible, why don't you turn to Luke chapter 12, we'll put it on the screen as well, but it's Jesus tells a parable uh, about a foolish man. I want to, I want to read it and then it kind of goes on and, and, and there'll be some familiar kind of verses towards the end of this passage, but I want to kind of link the two together. Uh, it's Luke 12, uh, starting at verse 16, it Says, says, Jesus told them this parable said, the ground of a certain rich man yielded an abundant harvest. Yeah, sounds good, doesn't it? Awesome. He thought to himself, what shall I do? I've no place to store my crops. Then he said, this is what I'll do, I'll tear down my barns and build bigger ones. Sounds like a good plan, doesn't it? (laughs) And, And there I'll store all my surplus grain. So here, Jesus is talking about, he's using this illustration of this this foolish farmer, he's, he's a bit selfish, he's a bit greedy, instead of sharing his surplus with those around him or, or giving it to, to God or to the temple, he says, oh, I'm going to build bigger barns and store it all up and then I'll be set, I'll be looked after and, and, and sweet. But what he doesn't realise is, is that his uh, life is going to end that night. And so there's this kind of this sense of... Um, You know, here's a person who's making plans, who's doing things but doesn't know what tomorrow will bring. But Jesus goes on in the next verse, says, and Jesus said to his, therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or about your body, what you will wear. For life is more than food and the body more than clothes. Consider the ravens, they do not sow or reap. They have no storeroom or barn, yet God feeds them. And how much more valuable you are than birds. Who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to your life? Since you cannot do this very little thing, why do you worry about the rest? Do you see the progression in the way that Jesus is talking about this stuff? He's saying, you don't know what's going to happen. He says, you can make plans, you can make decisions, you can be the greatest financial manager in the world, but you don't know what day your life will, will be called, co- you'll be called to give account for your life. You don't know when your life is going to end, you don't know what tomorrow will bring. He, so he says, therefore, don't worry about stuff. He says, you, you can't control stuff, you can't make your life longer, uh, you, you can't do any of that stuff, all that stuff's in God's, God's hands. So said, don't fret about it, don't stress about it, because it's out of your control. It's one of those things that comes that as we understand that we have a Father who looks after us, a Father who cares for us, who knows the future and who understands what's coming next, that will provide for us and care for us, that we can let the worry and the fear about that stuff go and trust it into God's hands. So, only God knows the future, we don't have to worry. Number three, so what do we do then? What can we do? Here's what I want to suggest this morning. Focus on my next step. Focus on your next step. What's in front of you to do? What What is God putting in front of you? Do you remember when... God called Moses and you can read it in Exodus chapter 4, I want to read the verse this morning but most of us would kind of be a little bit familiar when God, you know, the whole burning bush kind of thing and God appears to Moses and he's like, hey Moses, you're going to be the great deliverer of my people Israel and Moses is like, "Um, no thank you, Uh, (laughs) can someone else do it, is there somebody else around, I'm sure I can go and find Jethro or you know, someone else would be way more qualified than me. And uh, you know, you know, they're not—they're not, they're not going to listen to me. Or, you know, and you've got to understand, this is a guy who ran away from Egypt after trying to do it his own way, and has spent forty years in the company of sheep. All right, probably social skills are a little bit on the underdeveloped side after spending so much time out in the wilderness. I'm not sure that sheep are great conversationalists or, you know, have wonderful social etiquette. He probably didn't smell that great, but that's beside the point, you know. But but he basically lists off all these reasons why it, it won't work and he can't do it. And uh, he says, you know, and God just says, no, nah, you're the guy. You're the guy, I'll be with you, it'll be right. And and Moses says to God, he says, well, what if they don't listen? What What do I do if I get there and I say what you've told me to say? And they don't listen to me they say who are you you're a nobody whatever what does God say to Moses he says what is in your hand and he gives him these signs you know with the, the staff that turns into the snake and he can make leprosy appear on his hand when he puts it into his cloak which is a little bit of a scary kind of thing not that the snake thing isn't scary but you know but but boy God and and sometimes you know there's been moments in my life where God's kind of echoed those words back to me and I've said, God, but what do I do? What if this doesn't work out? Um, you know, what, what, what am I supposed to do in this situation? And God has kind of said, what's, what's in your hand? What have you got right now that you can use for me? What, what have you got right now? And I think this is one of the things that, that God is wanting to encourage us with this morning, wanting to challenge us uh, and say to us this morning is, what is in front of you right now that you can do? I don't have to know all of God's plan. I don't have to know how it's all going to work out. I don't have to know the final outcome because I can trust that God knows that stuff. But what I, what I do know is, is that God wants me to just take that next step. And usually, if we're listening, if we've got ears to hear and eyes to see, God will make very clear what He wants us to do right now. Sometimes we don't like it, Sometimes we keep waiting in hopes that we'll get a, a, a better option. Uh, you know, what's option B, God? I, ha, how about option C? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm kind of kidding a little bit, sort of. Yeah. A few weeks ago, Haley's message, when Haley shared, she talked about letting our light shine. Talked about this same kind of idea. What can you do? And it's not about you per se. It's not about how good you can be or how much difference you can make. Letting our light shine is about letting people see Christ in us. Paul talks about, uh, in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, he talks about how we have this treasure in earthen vessels, in jars of clay, in, in, in containers that are ordinary... And, and not exciting in any particular way, standard, ho-hum, run-of-the-mill, see a million of them every day kind of vessels, but inside there is an absolutely magnificent, priceless treasure. And you and I are a little bit like that, aren't we? In and of ourselves, there's not really that much that we've got to offer the world around us in and of ourselves, we're the earthen vessels, we're the jars of clay, but because we have Christ in us, the hope of glory, you know, this amazing kind of, uh, you know, light that shines out from us, the hope of the world, that is what we have to offer to our community. That is what we need people to see, is not us and how good we are because we did this or we did that or whatever, but we need people to see Christ in us. And so, what we what we need to be doing our our next step, the next looking at you know what's the next right thing is about how can we help somebody else to see Christ in us? How can we point someone to Jesus? Ultimately, we don't know what this year is going to hold for ourselves, for our families. Well, we can have we could make some guesses, we could make some predictions. Probably some of those might be right. Some of those might be wrong, um, but they're just guesses, aren't they? Only God knows what this year is going to happen for us as a church. Only God knows what's going to happen this year. Life can be unpredictable. I think in a lot of ways, a lot of us would like 2021 to be quite different to 2020. Some of us would like all of the, you know, COVID restrictions to just go away and miraculously everything would just go back to the way it was in 2019. Some of us think that would be pretty good, wouldn't it? I, I think that's probably unlikely um, and, and I suspect that you probably feel that too, it's, it's kind of not looking like, and, and in some ways there's probably some, some wisdom in that. I think if we just kind of went back to the way things were before and we didn't learn anything out of all of this then we probably would have missed kind of an opportunity to, to kind of grow and, and to mature. There are some great things that God has done over 2020. But the good news for us is that God knows our future. The good news for us is that He's our Abba. He's our Dad. There is a level of, of intimacy and relationship and closeness that we can have with Him as our Dad. We can have trust and confidence that no matter what happens this year, that He's promised that He'll be with us in it. That He will be watching over us. He will be caring for us. He will be helping us to get through the challenges and rejoice and celebrate the victories. He'll be there every step of the way. We don't have to worry, we don't have to be fearful, we can make plans and and do our best to make good God-honouring decisions along the way with different aspects of our life, with our our careers, with our families, with our finances, um, all those kinds of things. We can make good decisions, we don't have to be fearful and worry, we just need to focus on what God's calling us to do now. As believers, as a church, we do the next right thing. And we trust the future to the one who made it. We trust the future to the one who hung the stars at the beginning of all things. We trust the future to the one who saw us before we were formed. We trust the future to the one who numbers the hairs on our head and numbers the days of our lives in his book. We trust our future to the one who sees every tear that we cry we trust our future to the one who calls us to be his sons and his daughters and we go about doing things that shine that light that shine christ that show christ we love people we do good stuff we share the good news with those who listen we live lives that are worthy of the gospel we point people to jesus let's pray Father, it can be scary at times when we start to think about what the future might hold. Lord, past experience has shown us that life can throw us curveballs and sometimes things happen that are difficult and that we aren't prepared for. And Lord, we've been through a difficult year and um, there have been lots of those challenges. But Father, we thank You that You hold our future in your hands that nothing takes you by surprise nothing catches you unprepared and father we thank you that you are our dad we thank you that you are faithful that you are trustworthy that you know us inside and out that you know what is for our good and you walk through us in every situation and every circumstance that will, uh, will, will ha- everything that will happen in our lives this year father we pray that you would give us strength we pray that you'd give us courage we pray that you would give us the kind of maturity that we need to face it and to be honoring of you and who you are in every situation Lord, well, we pray that as we face those challenges as we face unexpected things, that we would be able to be a witness to the goodness of God in the midst of every trial and every challenge, that we would be able to point people to Jesus when we see them struggling with circumstances and challenges in their lives. Father, we thank you that you have promised to be with us in everything and that ultimately... Ultimately, the outcome is in your hands. And we know, Father God, that in the end, we will spend eternity with you. That is our hope. In the end, that is a, a, the promise of a future that cannot be taken away from us. That no matter what happens, that you will always uh, have us in the palm of your hand. Father, we thank you for that. We pray that as we we meditate on that and we we give thanks to you for that during the week, Lord, that you will encourage us uh, and and comfort those who need comforting and strengthen those who need strengthening for all the things that are to come. we thank you that you have a plan and a future and a hope for each one of us. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. listening to today's message. For more information or to listen to other podcasts, head to our website at bethelcrc.org.au or check out Bethel Family Church on Facebook.